Welcome to Cerelia, our wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. I am your dungeon master, Damien Ashcroft. We return to the city of Duopolis amidst a time of great turmoil. I am joined at the table by returning adventurers, Ashley Bletchenden. Hello, I'll play Elsie, who is a little halfling child with a tiny little mouse called Archibald. Over the past little while, uh, Elsie's had a bit of a time and has also been learning some skills, some spell skills. Ooh. Ooh, this is fancy. We'll find out more as we go. Indeed. We also have returning character Carolina Furman. Hello, I play Mrs. Mugwort, whose life is going absolutely fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, she's very handily dealing with the uh, enormous change of becoming a rat person with great aplomb. And uh, my shop is doing very well. Thank you very much. It is doing very well. Thank you very much. Um, notes behind the screen. We have developed some mechanics for Mugwort keeping track of the shop, uh, which we rolled before the session kicked off. And she's actually making profits this month, despite the turmoil in the city. So it's very exciting times. And we have our new player at the table. Please welcome you and Laurie. Hello. Uh, I am playing Gub. Recently arrived in Duopolis. He is looking for answers. We'll get to know a little bit more about Gub very, very soon. I promise you, of course, our heart flame, Elizabeth Savage's character, Mitochondria, died in the climax of chapter one is is no longer with us. Um, A single tear. Speaking of which, the city has been undergoing some very interesting changes in the last little while. It's a bit of a recap preamble. Our last chapter finished right at the climax of the Festival of Lights. The Great Violet Orb rid the city of the predominant percentage of its upper class and a decent chunk of its upper middle class, and a few weeks have passed since then. In the power vacuum that followed, Lord Mayor Thickboy now reigns supreme, uh, having not like fully replaced the city council, but taken a very, very active role as the only one of the nine lords still here. He is accompanied by a new force that call themselves the Red Guard, predominantly elves and a few gnomes and orcs and other people as well. But the elves have kind of taken the, or at least attempted to take the policing of the city over in a much more sort of viciously liberal way. Um, We've got... The last remnants of the Rat Brigade still rippling around. Most of Timothy's followers were either killed in the arena on the night, but a few have remained in the city. The poorer elements of the city who now find themselves without, you know, business owners to pay their bills or people living in the upper cities have taken to either claiming some of that land or just generally fucking shit up and living how they want. And while the quote-unquote rap brigade has been officially outlawed. Elements of that movement still stir within the lower rings. We also have, of course, the steadfast old guard, as people are starting to call them, remnants of the dragonborn. And the old city guard is kind of being phased out a little bit by this new red guard, but a lot of the especially dragonborn and dwarves of the city are really trying to keep that flame alive and keep that force very strong, but are finding it harder and harder to keep control of areas within the city. So immediately after the festival, there have been riots for days. The kobolds of House Heartfire took the house, taking prisoner Lucretia Heartfire, the last remaining dragonborn of that great house, 
Uh, however, they were hastily routed by the last Sunfang, Elura, who has taken her place as the sort of head of the old guard unofficially in this time of upheaval. And that house, Heartfire, now stands empty atop the hill. Lucretia has moved in with the Sunfangs, not wanting to live in a house of ghosts. We know Reginald is deceased and his ratified body has been placed in the crypt. Needless to say, his funeral was closed casket as well as mitochondria laid beside him. And of course, the orb has been squirreled away somewhere and quote unquote, taken care of. However, now things are, if not returning to normal, at least a little more stable. And we zoom back in on Duopolis at the eve of yet another festival, this one called The Great Race. A tremendous scavenger hunt played throughout the city by various people and participants. This scavenger hunt uh, is typically accompanied by a tremendous reward. It's always a little bit different every year and everybody is excited, if only to get life back to a bit of a semblance of normalcy, uh, to see what's up for grabs. A new age dawns. A new age dawns. And as the day arises and moves along in the sort of mid to late afternoon in the plains overlooking the, the city overlooking the plains. Hang on, where the fuck are we? There's a big plane, mm-hmm. big plane. The Great Plain. Is it great plain plains? Plains? The Great Plains that surround the city of Duopolis mm-hmm. and the Twin Lakes mm-hmm. of Fair and Polo. And along that plane zooms <gasps> a large, sleek metal line, a lightning rail, a train vibrating and hovering along the ground, sparks flying out from underneath it as these elemental gems prevent it from knowing the demands of the earth itself. It approaches the city, <laughs> and as we visit one of these train cars towards the back, would Ewan, you please describe Gub Fiddens as he sits and approaches the city of Duopolis. Gub sits lounging back in one of those bucket cars at the back of the train. He's got a banjo on his lap. He's sort of plucking away, uh, just watching all of the planes pass by, looking down at the lakes, not really paying much attention to the people in the car, but just playing what he sees on his banjo. He wears quite vibrantly coloured travelling out like clothes. Um, so he's got a leather jacket, but he's got like a sash of almost rainbow colours sort of in yeah. and out of the jacket that come around. And when you look inside, it's sort of vibrant, rippling colours. Uh, and some and some well-travelled pants. Practical uh, pants. Very practical, practical pants, yes. Lots uh, of pockets. Uh, lots of pockets. Actually, not that many that you can see. Uh, uh, because they're also sort of like he would walk onto a stage in an inn in these pants. So they're practical, but they're, they're multifunctional. Yeah, take you day to night. Mm. He... In the office and on the <laughs> stage. <laughs> I want some of these practical pants. They're so good. They got, yeah, lots of pockets. Yeah. So here we are chilling out in the train car. There are people of all kinds in the car with you, probably a few other elves. Um, you are, I don't know if we've said it yet an elf of the surrounding plains, yes, and maybe a dwarf or two and a very sort of like surly orc wearing like a big hat with a huge feather in it, just like up the corner trying not to talk to anybody. Every every now and again, Gub stops and he reaches in between his jacket and he pulls out a little pendant <gasps> and he sort of flicks it over and it's got the tri-colours 
Yes. Is that has that got a name? A tracker of the like, I don't know if we have a name for this. So we are we are motioning to a drawing that will be up uh, on the Instagram. We do have an Instagram because I like to draw stuff. We've got a, a helpful artist who does character portraits. It's, you can it's check out three like elongated triangles coming out from the center, uh, uh, surrounded by. Like a, a metal inside a metal equilateral triangle. That's it. Um, the... And he flips it over, but and he sort of thinks a bit, and he looks around in the car, and and he puts it back inside, and looks out, and then starts playing again. Love it. Very soon, the train goes dark inside. Little fairy lights uh, alight in the cabin as you enter the city. You're now inside the mountain very soon after you go through the lower ring of the city, all these kind of low squat buildings, a mishmash and melange of architectures, some very strong, sturdy dwarven lines and high, graceful, fluting elven spires and some of these weird, oddly graceful but sort of angular gnome structures poking their heads out from all sorts of places. You go into the city and everything goes dark for a while and then soon the train arrives in the grand, not not central, like uh, the, the 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 big station, south side, north side. Let's roll for it. Um, roll for the direction. Roll of the for arrow. direction, north or south. Odds are uh, you're coming from the north. Oh, I say odds are forgetting. It's an odd. He arrives in the northern train station. Um, so the northern side of the city is the sort of wider hill. It's also where the churches of the light gods cyan magenta and yellow reside as well as the great houses of most of the dragonborn families and the now much maligned dragon hearth as the train pulls up you're in this massive massive cavern hundreds of feet out um as this train line pulls up and this vaulted ceiling with many very cunningly crafted skylights allowing some light in and um, other lamps helping to create some light in this underground environment. The train slides gently to a halt. And you have arrived at your destination. Please enter via the left-hand side doors. Please not exit the train until it has come to a complete stop. These elven twins roll down the uh, <laughs> train <laughs> corridor uh, and then open the doors and lead you out. Mind the gap. There are demons down there. <laughs> Gub, as you exit the train, a gruff, heavy voice calls out over the crowd going... All right, all right, everybody, please line up. You'll have to be, uh, you'll have to be checked on arrival. Have check on arrival. And this large dragonborn wearing uh, chainmail with a sort of a golden tabot and dark green scales is kind of approaching the train car. He seems to spot you particularly and kind of gives you a bit of a, a wary look and goes, "All right, traveler, what are you? What are you up to? What's your business here?" Uh, well, I've, I've, I'm here to join the church. <laughs> is that right? Is that right? You wouldn't be off to the. Uh, Safe side, are you? Well, uh, I mean, could you point me towards Melora? <laughs> right, you're on the wrong side of the city, my friend. You'll uh, oh, you'll not find the just my luck. You'll not find the dark gods represented here. You'll, uh, you suppose you'll be joining the dark gods. I, I was led to believe that Melora represented growth and new life. Um, he sort of bristles for a second, and then you hear a wild screech from behind you, going, "Yee!" 
and there's this crash and bang. Several fireworks go off. Somebody throws one of those like um, little crackers on the ground. It goes bang, 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 and basically a huge wagon pulled by these weird sort of feline purple tiger things with like huge tentacles sprouting off their backs and bearing a whole bunch of elves in bright red robes screech into the train station. And this guy gets up on the top of the cart and goes, all right, now this is officially the domain of the Red Guard. Let's get these old guys out of here and let the real people take over. Um, and this Dragon Ball gets like really uh, excited and makes to draw his weapon out. <laughs> What would you like to I'm, do? I'm, I'm not from around here. Uh, are these people dangerous? Um, are you asking this uh, dragonfly? Yeah. <laughs> he says, of course they're dangerous. They're trained to upheave the whole situation, the whole society, being completely torn apart. All right, you stay in lane, all right? Uh, how far are they from me? Uh, they've pulled into kind of like the middle of the platform, so probably like 30, 40 feet away. One of them makes eyes at this dragonborn, and he's just like, get out of here, you scaly fuck! <laughs> Um, well, I, I, of course, I turn to the people in the yeah. the cart and walk up to them. All right. Hello, I'm new. Uh, do you have run a church? Oh, right, all right, all right. Look at this new guy. Look at you. Oh, you're looking great. This handsome-looking elf with a full mohawk in a bright red robe carrying a symbol, like a ruby water droplet pendant, um, goes, man, we represent the Church of Red, the New Order. Our Lord and Savior Thick Boy is going to just completely turn this city around, and you look like the kind of guy who could help us. Praise out. Thick Boy! Praise Thick Boy! Praise Thick Boy! Praise Thick Boy! <laughs> Praise him! Um, the Dragonborn behind you goes, Down with Thick Boy! And whistles, and a fucking griffin comes in. And like half a dozen other uh, guards in chainmail and like golden tabards be like, get out of here, we control the north. And the red guard are like, all right. And they just start like fully, like start throwing fucking, there's a Molotov cocktail goes oh, off. <laughs> it's the, the elves are like just throwing fireworks and fully starting shit. What's Gov going to do in the middle of this melee? Oh, Gov is uh, amazed at the exciting things that are going yeah. on right now. He's stepped foot. It's the first time he's seen Droplets. He hasn't even looked at the two peaks, hasn't got a chance to see anything in the city, and he's right in the middle of things. Uh, he's going to join on. Yeah, he, he takes his banjo off and carefully lays it down on the, on the side and right. starts taking off his uh, jacket, yeah. uh, and he's just got, like, lots of tiny little tattoos everywhere, Sick. like, just in, intricate. Like, but they look a bit like scars, like raised. And he looks at the dragonborn yeah. and says, I don't even know what you are. You're so damn ugly. Look at your <laughs> face. Look at those big things sticking out of there. What is that? Uh, what even is that? And I want to mock him viciously. Viciously mock him. Uh, okay, so he's got to make a, a saving throw of some kind, I imagine. Yes. I love in the middle of like this big fight, he's like, what you were looking so weird for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at you. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes. Guts? Uh, cool. Uh, he's going to roll his dice and get a 12. He's not like particularly special in any way, shape or form. So My just spell base, save AC? Spell save DC, yeah. 14. Ooh, so okay. You see like he sort of takes a step back for a second and like a single tear forms on the side of his face. And he's like, Iba always said I was the handsomest boy. Oh, I miss her so much. Um, <laughs> it's totally taxed. Let's just roll some initiative quickly it's wait i thought um, i thought tactics was dead uh you guys just knocked him out 
Oh. You very specifically didn't kill him. Wendell died. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so I got seven. Okay, seven. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Um, the Dragonborn only rolled a three himself. Uh, and the Red Guard rolled a one. <laughs> um, so everybody is, like, very, very confused. Um, you're viciously mocking this poor, poor man. He uh, is going to try to make an arrest, but I believe having been viciously mocked is a disadvantage. Is a disadvantage. So he's going to basically just run up. Uh, he's not going to pull a weapon on you. Um, it's not that kind of city just yet, but he is going to try to grapple you and basically just uh, tackle you to the ground. Uh, 12. That doesn't beat your armor class? It doesn't. My armor class is a 14. Hell yeah. Um, he lunges, stumbles. You leap deftly out of the way. Whoosh. Um, Entering the field are several other old guard. So a half a dozen of these guys, a couple of dragonborn, a couple of dwarves, a couple of halflings, um, and a couple of hippogriffs. Basically, these like horse, eagle, motherfuckers. Buckbeak? Buckbeak. Buckbeak, is, <laughs> Buckbeak comes out and goes, Rah! Uh, The one that the dragonborn summoned is going to sort of bear down on you, seeing that like its master is in trouble, I guess. And roll an eight on the die, plus five. Thirteen. Fourteen. Misses you. Um, so it slides in uh, and you tumble out of the way again. The other hippogriff just kind of like does a full swoop over the cart with all of the red guard on it and actually scores like a deep gash along the shoulder of the priest at the head of the mark, the guy with the mohawk and the blood drop pendant. Gets a big slash across the arm as the thing kind of swoops and flies off again. The elves turn around out of the cart and just start fucking throwing, um, like, alchemist fire and <laughs> crazy, like, gnomish inventions. Um, there is one gnome in, like, a sort of a green vest, like, kind of cheekily hiding in the back of the cart, <laughs> just, like, handing out fucking explosives. <laughs> um, they are not going to try to hurt you, but I will have to ask you to make a dexterity saving throw. I can do that. Yeah, just to not get done by too much of a shrapnel. <laughs> not good. Um, what nine. did you get? Only a nine. Okay, yeah, yes, there's a... Oh. Um, unfortunately, being close to one of the old yard and the hippogriff, um, one of the elves just kind of throws this gnomish flashbang grenade uh, and can eclipse you at the, at the end. Um, oh, luckily, you only take a single point of damage, oh. Um, oh. but you are stunned for a turn. As this thing goes off, tax sticks also rolls a nine, but his hippogriff is fine. Tax sticks was that tax the person? Um, it's the dragon was a bit of a callback from. We beat him up. Yeah, you guys beat him up. In oh, the you system. beat him up. Oh, yeah. good. I'm on the right oh. side then. The um, one we met. Yeah, where we were going in the yeah the one you led down in into the with. system. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, so the whole fucking train station is absolute chaos. Oh my god. Uh, Elsie, Mrs. Mugwort, what are you guys up to as you enter the train station? <laughs> Mrs. Mark, what would you like to start? Uh, I think we're in the station to pick up some specialty supplies that have come in via train from out of town. Yes. For my uh, for my pies, and I'm uh, I'm I'm dressed very. What's the what's the weather like at the moment? Uh, it's still the middle of spring, and it's quite uh, uh, a linen quite dress. I think you wore. But I'm on like my recommendation. But I've got like a headscarf that like covers like most of my uh, most yes. of my head because even though I'm like I'm, I know I'm not ashamed of the fact that I turned into a rat person while I was helping save the city. I'm still like quite sensitive about it and like I don't want people 
assuming that I was a bad guy so I'm like wrapped up quite tightly and I'm like got a little basket underneath my um yes and I'm helping Mrs. Mugwort because when she has all these headscarves on she can't really see very well she's trying to cover her rat-like uh, appearance with her scarf so I'm leading her to get her supplies you know the special pie ingre- special pie ingredients cool 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 fancy mushrooms from out of town don't grow here porcini um has Elsie's wardrobe also upgraded some now that she's in league with the the warlocks of orange and celebrated amongst the heroes of the city. Thanks for asking. Elsie is quite proud of her new outfit she's wearing. No longer some rags. She wears a... Uh, much nicer rags. A much nicer rags. Some may call it a, an outfit. A long gown of sorts in um, the colour called... Uh, Chartreuse was the other house. You've decided to go with the orange yes, warlocks. Orange. Be orange. Yeah, it's like, is it it's like orange a, or it's red? A, it's like a burnt umber, but it's a bit oh. shimmery. It's quite burnt nice. Burnt sienna, I think, burnt is sienna. the one we're going for. Burnt sienna, yes. Yeah. I have to be precise. Uh, burnt sienna gown and a little uh, matching hat. And Archibald has a tiny little hat he wears also. And Sick. a little waistcoat. And a little waistcoat. Ready to go. There's a lot of detail um, for you. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, would you both care to roll the initiative? Um... Initiative's just a general one, right? Oh, no, this one. 15. Hey. I have eight altogether. Cool. I believe that still puts you ahead of everybody else (laughs) in the entire order because everyone else got, like, fucking sevens and shit. Um, So, uh, Mugwort, you kind of, you obviously catch whiffs of smoke and sulfur and hear these flashbangs and cahoots and growls. From and laughter. the city and Gub just laughs. So much laughter. Well, just like yeah, every time uh, like a crackle goes off. <laughs> has he never heard, has he never heard a crackle before? Is it just like all very exciting for him? It's so much. It's overwhelming. He's like never seen this many people before. I mean, never seen fireworks, never oh, seen like bangers. He's from bangers. like way out, way way <laughs> way out <laughs> deep in the forest at the edge yeah, of yeah. The Great Plains. Wow. He's going to have his life blown apart. Cool. Do I, have the, do I have the best initiative? You have the best initiative, Mrs. Mugwort. Yeah, I'm not fighting. Fuck this. This isn't my problem. I did. I, I suffered enough. You do I've, suffer. I've done my time. I, 12 years of it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've sacrificed enough for the city. Um, nah. This isn't, isn't my problem. I'm going to just, I'm just going to see this. I'm going to pick up Elsie and I'm going to walk the other way. <laughs> walk away from the monster. Not, do my, not my circus, um, not my monster. I will suggest that you do see, um, you know your contact quite well. There's this dwarf who you know who tours around the plains. There's lots of cool villages and towns where you can get lots of interesting ingredients. And you spot your contact with his little special backpack filled with all sorts of funky fun herbs and spices. In the middle, currently cornered between oh, a case, dragonborn and uh, oh, a couple if, of elves who are coming at him with rapiers. If it's about the city, it can get fucked. If it's about my mushrooms, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you see a mushroom guy just like he's probably like he's next to the trains. He's about 60 feet in, like in the middle of everything. Yeah, but in that case, I'm still going to put Elsie to one side and be like, wait here, I'll be right back. And then like just like barrel through the middle to get to my mushroom guy. I don't fucking care who these guys Fuck, are. Yeah. I just want to, what's his name? Um, we'll What's mushroom guy's name? Mushroom guy. Um, uh, mitosis. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's less, uh, it could be, it's dwarven my, enough. My, mitosio. <laughs> mitosio. Fuck yeah. It sounds more like a name. Um, mitosio. Your toes what? My toes eor. <laughs> no, you should get that checked out. <laughs> uh, mitosio. 
Uh, cool. Can you please, Mugwort? Um, I assume hole. you're just trying to make a full dash action to get through the crowd. Yeah. I would like for you to make a strength roll with athletics to get to him in a Is full turn a of D20? movement. Yeah. So that's an eight plus three. Eleven. Eleven. Um, so you are slowed down by the melange. There's not only people fighting, but also other people in the crowd just like booking it. And you get jostled and pushed around by a couple of big orc in a huge feathered hat, just like fully pushes you over as he just bolts uh, away from the action. And you are slowed down and are not able to get to him this turn. Oh, I'm like scolding people at the same time <laughs> as well. Like it doesn't do anything, but the whole time I'm like, this is completely unacceptable. I hate you. This is a public place. I, I'm, your mother would all be so ashamed of you. Shut up, rat woman. Um, Elsie, you have the next highest initiative. Well, Mrs. Mugwort's put me in the corner, and if there's one thing I know, is you don't put Elsie in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> not a child. I mean, I'm a small child halfling, but I'm not a child anymore. So Elsie comes out. Everyone's just like running around crazy. Yeah. This craziness is like tiny little halflings, like like walking towards like Mugwort, being like, no, 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 what are you doing? Like, and everyone's like, go behind her. Cool. You probably have enough movement to get there. I think halflings are naturally good at like sneaking through people's spaces as well. Like, yeah. you can kind of duck and weave. Um, so, if you would like to make a dexterity check with your acrobatics, um, you can try to slide through the crowd. That's 12. Cool. Uh, a 12 That's especially, right. <laughs> yeah, um, is enough to maintain your movement. So you can actually catch up to Mugwort and still have an action left if you How want to try to do something. dare you not let me come after everything we've been through. Besides, you can't see properly because you've covered your rat face with scarves. You meanie you. <laughs> I'll see. Can I, can, I, um, can, I, can I roll to... Slapper? Um, <laughs> sure. Are you, are you trying to like? Yeah, yeah. Make an attack roll. I'm just I'm making a point. Attack. Yeah, yeah. You can you can attack to make a point. Yeah. Absolutely. Eight. Eight. Plus what's the, what, um, what what's slap under? Uh, <laughs> is it? I mean, can Nothing slap be really. a finesse weapon? Do we? Not think really. <laughs> <laughs> it was very it, dexterous. Is it just like a, it's a feeble like? Yeah. Um. So it's pretty feeble. Yeah. It's 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 probably not enough to really like you know, get that perfect crack where, like, it doesn't really injure them but also has maximum sound hits, resonance. It, it just, just kind of hits the edge of the scarf. I made my point, you know. Oh, we, we are going to ha- we're going to talk about this at home, young lady. <laughs> right on, right on, right on, right on, right on. I believe then... Gubbin, you had the highest initiative out of all eight. the other guys as well. Yeah, the, yeah the, the old guard <laughs> got think... seven. <laughs> so, and, so and the red guard got one. <laughs> how many are there and where are they? Okay, And, and so, have I noticed these two rushing uh, into the fray? Make a perception roll, right? Make a wisdom roll with all your right. perception. Oh, that's not good. Oh, yeah. I got nine. No, terribly wise. So you can kind of really only see what's in front of you, right? You're, you're being, in a train station. You're being borne uh, yeah. down upon by a hippogriff. So many fireworks. Uh, and, and a dragonborn. You've just been done by a grenade, actually. So you're stunned this turn, I believe. That makes you actually oh. incapacitated. <laughs> um, but you kind of are aware of running and screaming. You know at least that the the red guard outnumber the old guard at, at this point in time. Also, those purple cap just have haven't to been be unleashed. Uh, hippogriffs land. Yeah. And were there people on the hippogriffs? No. They okay. just started flying alongside the, the guards. So the gold guard, um, the dragonborn who's fighting you actually also got stunned, so he's kind of on the ground. I think the hippogriff is going to leap over you, no longer spotting you as a threat, and just tear into one of <laughs> these elves. <laughs> like, blood on the streets, man. Um, it's a 15 and a 10. 
Um, it's enough to like just fully just gouge the face off of one of these um, oh, elves. Uh, brutal. It's a clusterfuck. Um, Buckbeak, no. In response, the uh, the red guard fight back. So I'm gonna make just generally um, one roll for the old guard and two rolls for the red guard, just to sort of measure the ebb and flow of combat in a, in a more succinct way. Um, oh. Old guard roll a nat 20 <laughs> against a 15 and a 3. Holy oh. shit. These guys just phalanx up. Half a dozen dudes in chainmail, shields, They are maces. well trained. They, are, they, they remember what it was like when they were in charge and they are well trained. These new guys are just like fucking sticks and a real fiery idea. Um, and they just fully push up to the platform and I'm going to say that they pull Mr. Mitosior into their into their rank, right? They spot a dwarf and go like, oh, you're on side, right? And he's now behind the line of old guard and they start pushing the red guard back. We're back to Mrs. Mugwort. I'm really quite cross. I just came here to get my mushrooms and go for a nice walk with my uh, my ward and now there's a there's a fight and my ward has struck me for no reason <laughs> oh, I, um, there was definitely a reason and i'm 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 just i'm just very cross so i, I call out to my t- my uh my tosioso my, my, my tosioso yeah and i'm like get here at once this is this is ridiculous you need to disengage yourself from those people Come here and give me my mushrooms. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, would you please make a charisma roll with either persuasion or intimidate? I'm going to say just it's been a little while since my Tosio came to town and he hasn't seen rat mugwort yet and <laughs> is currently being berated by a rat person. Um, so please have disadvantage. 12. 12 is all right. And I've got 3 to intimidation, cool. so... 17. Cool. So the 12 stands. A 15 intimidation is enough that the ca- the cadence of your voice has not changed despite your appearance. He recognises the distinctive uh, mugwort timbre and, and kind of goes, oh my god, no. He says to the guards, like, come on, save that woman there. She's a pillar of the community. <laughs> cool. I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw as the crowd continues to run, grenades continue to be thrown and firebombs. Uh, the train station gets very Four. awkward. But I have a, I have a plus one. <laughs> Five is not going to cut it. the difference, um, right? You're going to take nine points of damage. Oh, my God. In a further uh, knocked prone. But who, who's by basically who's just like by again? Uh, a little bit of trampling from the crowd, a little bit of... Just explosions going off and like just crazy push and, and shove and, and um, push and shove and just no the chaos of it. Like flying mushroom. Just want my fucking mushrooms, man. Yeah. Um, would you like to try to move anywhere? Yes, I'd like to move sort of around and behind the action, so I right. can kind of like get the back of his shirt and yank him back, and we walk further along the train tracks. Cool. Uh, can you can try to another strength athletics check? Seven. Plus three. Um, cool. You're able to sort of like crawl through the crowd a little bit, but you're still getting buffeted and blown about. Um, and you kind of approach the edge of the ring of the old guard. And now there's like um, one of these guards in between you and my Tosio. Um, Can I just try and like mum yell all of them and be like, stop this at once. This is um, ridiculous. Yeah. Roll for mum yell. Mum, roll for mum yell. Your 15 intimidate check is pretty solid that they kind of recognize, uh, recognize somewhat your authority at least 
Uh, Elsie. So where's Mushroom Man at the moment? So Mushroom Man is kind of behind a ring of guards. There's a few other civilians there that they're sort of kind of trying to sweep through the phalanx. Uh, the ring of old guard and a hippogriff still swooping the wagon of, of the red guard oh. and the cleric. So how far um, away is Mushroom Man from me? Uh, so Pretty close? Um, about 30 feet. You're about halfway into the train station. He's being scooted back even further. Because, I mean, Mrs. Markbot, I'm sorry for the slappy slap I gave you before. I was... I was in a temper, but I'm going to get your mushrooms if it's the last thing I do. And she's, I guess she's walking away. So I'm like, yeah, I will get them. I will get them. Cool. Um, first, at the start of your turn, please make a dexterity saving throw. 14. Cool. It's enough to give you only two points of damage from the buffeting of the crowd. And you are moving at difficult terrain. It's enough that you would need to pull off a successful acrobatics check. Obviously DC twelve to get there and still have an action Let's using your dash. roguish cunning dash. Sixteen plus uh, acrobatics. Yeah. Third, uh, sorry, nineteen. Hell's yeah. <laughs> that is the sound Elsie makes when she runs. <laughs> it, you pew 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 like through the legs of this one guy. You just like slip through the phalanx, just running only... and saying at the same time. <laughs> They hear that noise and they be like, they look up like, what is it? What is coming? What is this madness? Um, and slide through. You arrive next to uh, Mushroom, Man. Mushroom Man. And if you would like to just like, I don't know, liberate him of his backpack or just tell him to give you something, you can do that as well. like, Mushroom Man, I'm Elsie. You should know me. And if you don't know me, you got to know me pretty soon. I'm going to take your mushrooms away now, okay? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, please roll Charisma Persuasion <laughs> Nine cool. plus six, fifteen. Hell yeah. Fifteen, it's all right. You don't want to have your mushrooms anymore? Oh, they're just weighing you down. I can see you could be a greater man. Maybe you can move to root vegetables if you tried hard enough. Mushrooms are going down. Let me take them off your hands, mushroom man. He says, well, I suppose I could be convinced to part with them. I mean, I had this order for Mrs. Mugwort, but... Oh, I delivered them to her. She is uh, my friend. Okay, cool. Not that... my mother, my friend. That'll be three gold pieces. He hands you a little packet of mushrooms. Okay, I'll give you two. <laughs> <laughs> he says, if anything, I should be charging more for the fact that my life is being actively threatened while I deliver. But I am relieving you of the pressure holding you down in this life. He says, now you, know... you can be free, free of fungus. He says, you know what? I always wanted to farm beetroots. I think you should. They're coming back in. It's going to be summer soon. Nice and bit of goat's cheese. Oh, my God. I love goats. He gives you the packet of mushrooms. <laughs> Take two gold <laughs> off of your inventory. Uh, go. You uh, shake yourself up. You can make another perception check to kind of see what's going on. Uh. <laughs> another six. You're like, I uh, think it's like a car, but it's different. Uh, I got eight. <laughs> you got no fucking clue. All you can see is just this fucking huge horse's ass with massive eagle wings. Um, and a dragonborn, like, rolling around next to you going, yeah! Sounds like an average Saturday night, hey? Hey. Um, oh, God. What do I do? Uh, so there's a dragonborn in front of me and there's a horse's ass in yeah. front of me. Um, uh, flanked on either side. Do you have any ginger? Uh, I, no, I don't think I have any ginger. It's not something that I tend <laughs> to keep on my person. Oh gosh, she's a naughty. Was that one. an in joke? Oh, it's, it's, it's a naughty joke. Yeah, no, it's it's about. just how you get um horses to go if the horse isn't particularly uh, keen on going anywhere. You put ginger up its butt. <laughs> yeah, it gets real motivated real quick. Wow, tell you, you know, you know? ginger a, something up. A life lesson learned right there. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have any ginger. 
mean, you uh, can roll do, the check. I do have a slap hand. Yeah. Um, uh, what I'd like to do yeah. um, is the dragonborn in front of me. Yeah. Um, is he looking at me? He's, he he's is up sort of rolling he's... to get up and is just like at this moment in life looking for anybody to vent on, you think? <laughs> well, uh, can I walk around the horse yeah. to its face? And whisper into its ear. Mm. Sure, you. Can, I mean, it, you. As you get up, you realize it's still the hippogriff, so it's got an eagle's head. But you could still, and it's currently like trying to I'll murder a bunch attention. of elves. Hey, 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 hey. And then <laughs> I want to say something in what I think is hippogriff. Okay. Um, <laughs> can I cast hideous laughter on it? Um. Ooh. Can you please make a nature check, right? An intelligence check ooh. with nature for for me to give you the answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> 18. It has an intelligence of two. You cannot cast hideous laughter. Oh. It needs to be uh, at least a human intelligence. Uh, all right. Well, that doesn't work. So I'm, I'm standing there waving at it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of cute cocks its head. Does it look like it's anything? It looks like it might try to eat you instead next turn. Uh, I'd like to run. <laughs> cool. I'd like to scoop up my banjo and my yeah. jacket and then okay. run. Um, sweet, you... Pew, 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 pew. That's your running sound. Out of its friend area. Um, the Dragonboard Tactics is going to... Oh, I see. Stun until the start of your next turn. All right, I'm going to deny him the opportunity to, like, grab your ankle yes. on the way out um, to be a rules lawyer on myself. But the Hippogriff is going to take a swing <laughs> uh, and get a 20 to hit. Oh, It's... It got hit it with hit a twenty. Hit you with yeah. a twenty. with a twenty. Two d six. Holy yeah. hell! This uh, could be a first and last trip to a train station <laughs> ever. Thirteen damage. <laughs> Is he even alive? Uh, I drop. How much hit points you have? Twelve. Hey! Oh no! <laughs> this hypocrite just looks at you. Fucking man! Oh my god! Get fucked! Um, Elsie Mugwort, please roll perception checks. Do we see what's happening to this? That's what we're rolling for. Pumpkin? Wisdom perception. Oh no! Seven. I'm uh, sorry. Five. <laughs> Seven oh, plus five, twelve. Okay, twelve is pretty good. You are in the mix, um, and this is along the line of the train. I got eight. Okay, you you are still like in the middle of a crowd and are struggling There's to even everywhere. get up, and are very focused on the mushrooms. Um, Elsie, you now have the mushrooms, and you're kind of looking about at a way perhaps to get out, and you see this uh, very funkily looking yeah. dressed elf. Um, very interesting looking elf as well. Like, um, I want to say you're an Aladrin rather than a simple wood elf, high elf, city elf. Uh, is there any sort of particularly interesting physical characteristic that you think that would signal that? Give that away. Um, any particular characteristic? wilderness I'm quite short. Yeah. Um, relative to a lot of other elves, like high elves, you know, quite tall. Aladrin, I think, are quite short. So I'm like, if you can picture Tom Cruise short. Yeah. Uh, and I've got extra long ears that sort of flow backwards. Uh, flow? They, they kind tied of up in a top knot? Curve. They don't quite touch, but they're quite long, and I do have my hair up in, like, one of those man buns. Mm. Sick. Um, um, yeah, cool. You do see this guy get just nailed by this hippogriff. I mean, I, I'm shirtless. I'm ca- holding a banjo. <laughs> and holding I, a banjo. I turned around, I'm going, ah! So, <laughs> and then so the- this whole time, it's been a tits-out look. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so you do see that. You will be next, but we've got to resolve the the red guard and the old guard facing off uh, before that happens. Um, the old guard get a seven, but the red guard get two threes. Um, so these elves are being just 
routed there. Even their grenades just like can't, aren't working. These guys like hiding their faces behind their shields. They're making their saves. They're trying to avoid too much of the uh, splash damage. Um, the Dragonborn just like fucking let their breath weapons off and a bunch of these elves just scatter. Cool. Uh, and Tactics gets up and <laughs> goes to grab uh, this banjo toting mm-hmm. elf, Elsie. Elsie's got this like her giant bag of of mushrooms yeah. that are like bigger than her. Mm-hmm. And she's like pew pewing, starting to pew pew back, like running. And then she sees this like tattooed shirtless man with long ears, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> she's like, oh, "I do not know this this fellow. What's he doing? What?" I know everyone. I'm Elsie. I know everyone in this town. Then she's like, turns around and sees he's being like, what, pulled in by. Yeah, he's just being yeah. downed by the super griffin. He looks in a bad way, basically. Would Elsie recognize tactics? Um, I'm going to say, yeah. But that man, I mean, he gave us a tour of sorts. I guess we quite sort of tricked him. Anyway. <laughs> Beat him unconscious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, forgot After that. He murdered Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> He murdered Wendell, right? Yeah, yeah he, he is the murderer. Is Wendell's yeah. corpse still down there? Um, I mean, have you been back there to check it out? I, I want to say we buried him and it was a beautiful ceremony. Very good. He then was I'll... a little shit, but I wanted to, we wanted to put him to rest properly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going beside the point. Flashbacks. I turn around and I'm like, hey, tactics, what are you doing with the new fellow? <laughs> And that's what I say. <laughs> Would you like to take any movement or actions within that? Um, um, don't drop my mushrooms. <laughs> it's really don't important to do me. anything apart from just saying, "Hey, yeah." Uh, yeah. Um, I want to. I want to go up yeah. and um, I want to get my slingshot and sling him in the head with a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> Um, I really like, it's a type of mushroom that's like quite heavy. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, a yeah. little rock mushroom. Okay. So it's not a good mushroom. <laughs> it's not a good mushroom. Um, okay, okay. 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 Uh, making a, can, can I, make an in my, sling. like death throws, yeah. inspire, <laughs> but make a bardic inspiration. Um, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty inspiring. You can inspire from the grave in this, in Just this like instance. Like, oh, <laughs> have you seen the mushroom man? The mushroom man. <laughs> the mushroom yeah. man. Have, have you seen, seen the mushroom man? His hey, name his is also my O-C-O-C-O-C-O-C-O. I would say like, what's your, your base charisma is like 19. I want to suggest that just the, the image of your shirtless torso is enough to inspire anybody to action. And splayed out upon the ground. Um, cool, Elsie. Then you are going to make an attack roll, please, with your slingshot, big boy. Uh, and if you don't like the roll, you can add a d6 to it. You have a d6 of bardic inspiration. Seventeen. Seventeen is awesome. So you have this d6 of bardic inspiration, but you don't need to use it on the don't attack roll because that's bitching. Um, the way bardic inspiration works is that uh, oh. Ewan's character basically just gives you this uh, energy mm. in the form of a d6, and you can add that to any d20 roll you make before you find out whether or not it succeeds or passes. Oh, so it's like if I listen to like a really good song. Yeah, you just like feeling really good about it. Yeah. Someone says something really good about you. Yeah. Um, Sweet, 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 sweet. Um, You don't hear Queen, but you feel Queen. (laughs) Cool. Um, You pull a mushroom out of the bag. Um, A small, heavy one. A small, heavy one. As you, as you open the bag, you sort of see two little pockets. There's like a really small, heavy one that you know would make a great 
uh, pellet. But then you also see like this really weird ass looking, like almost glowing green mushroom that is quite soft. Radioactive mushroom. But, uh, oh. Could do some other shit. Oh. Well, I'm going to pocket the That's cool one. That's my dwarf weed. <laughs> I'm going to pocket the cool one. But first, I'm going to try the small heavy one. still shoot the small heavy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just steal that. <laughs> Fucking rogues. Hey, um, first one might not work. Okay, so know. make uh, you can roll um, improvised weapon, D4 damage, um, plus your dexterity modifier this still. Yeah. Five. Uh, it is not enough to knock him out or anything, but it gives him a big old welt on the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> you slingshot him, he turns around and goes, like, what? <gasps> You! Yes, me! Elsie! <laughs> Fuck yeah. You have successfully drawn his attention. Arrest that girl, he says. Um, and the rest of the phalanx goes, what do you mean? <laughs> Where are we up to? Uh, Elsie's acted, she's... Have we had another mugwort yet? Did I skip you? No, I think I, uh, mugwort has like mugwort a mugwort. Mugwort. It's a mugwort turn. I want to roll perception to see where Elsie is yes. and help her and no get problem. out of the situation. Because <laughs> I think I've realized by this point that like, I don't know where she is and I think she takes priority over the mushrooms. Oh, That maternal soul. 17. Nice. Apart from that cool looking mushroom. On the die. <laughs> Plus th- three. Cool. Ooh. Dirty 20. Uh, you absolutely get a beat on everything that's going on in the room. You see Hippogriff in flight. Old guard doing well. Elsie has the whole and fucking backpack of mushrooms. Elf with um, and a this banjo. weirdo uh, banjo totem elf has just been slashed open. Okay, uh, I'm going to um, call out to Elsie and, mm-hmm. and um, like, what are you doing? Oh, and also you've got my mushrooms. Thanks for that. I'm. I found a person. I'm saving them, and I have your mushrooms. Even the funky looking one. Okay, who who are you saving? Why are we saving him? I thought it would be nice. Uh, okay. Wh- who are we saving? Which one is it? Ah. Uh, excuse oh, me, sir. What's your name? <laughs> oh, He's almost dead. He can't really talk right un- now. The unconscious elf. Yeah. Can I um pour some invigorate... Uh, can I just shove a delectable veggie pie into his open mouth? <laughs> and uh, like hold his like... We, ha- we have established that temp HP does not bring someone back to life. But oh, you could yeah. just race over to him and do a medicine check to prevent right, him from do bleeding out. a medicine out. check and be like, okay, fine, we're saving this random I do still guy. need you to make an athletics check to yep. push through. The crowd is starting to disperse. 17. Hell yeah. Um, you get like, over to her, him her running with sound your movement. The like, crowd is starting to disperse and you're pure, able to sort of pure, push pure, through the crowd. Pure, pure, pure. That's um, your running sound. However, you yeah. do still need to make another check for your medicine. Wisdom medicine check. Eight plus five. Five. Thirteen is... Just off, uh, you need the 15 to fully oh my stabilize. Um, cool. So you're starting to tend to this guy. Uh, this is big old hippogriff who's like, Rah, rat thing. Um, sniff, sniff, growl, growl. He's angry. Hippogriffs okay. are notoriously scared of rat things, though, aren't they? Hippogriffs are like, yeah, that's absolutely. It's in the monster manual, actually. If you read it very carefully, it says um, any any it's rat resembling creature manual. will be fully uh, attacked uh, immediately on sight. Can um, I, like, while I'm, like, tending to this guy, because I want to do it one-handed, can I, like, hold my frying pan up behind my head so <laughs> he, like, tries to, like, cha-chong me and might hit the frying pan um, first? Wear it as a hat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to put the frying pan in the back of my head. That could be, that would be a great little rule. Like, if he doesn't attack on any turn, she can use the frying pan as, as a shield, shield yeah. instead of as a weapon. <laughs> I dig it. I figure I'm carrying it around. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've always got it on hand. You never know when you're going to have to whip something you up. You never know in this you world. You might be walking down the street you might need some eggs. Um, so that's Elsie and Mugwort. That makes it Gub's turn next. So you get to make a death saving throw. Yes. The thing I've always wanted to make. 
It's, I assume it's a D20, right? Yes. 17. 17 is one point in the success so column. You are no closer to death. Let us now head to the gold guard. Mugwort, um, now in the line of fire from a furious hippogriff. Oh. That's a nat 20. Oh. Ooh, and a 13, which is a 19, which even with the shield bonus is not going to cut it. You are not worth this effort. <laughs> I, I, I really am not. Uh, <laughs> how, much Mugwort, how much hit points Mugwort got these days? 32. She's got a decent. She's 32. She's a chunky, chunky woman. Um, I mean, I've taken nine damage, but I think I should still be okay. Cool, that's 21 points of damage. Jesus fuck. Ouch. Oh my god, this mushroom this is going to be absolutely just like starts ripping into you. <gasps> um, luckily, again, it gets a, a, its claws slightly caught up in the headscarves and prevents it totally uh, separating your jugular from your throat. <sighs> Tactics is going to fucking just charge at Elsie. Uh, roll a six to hit, which is well, he's only killed one halfling, so he's going to take. I think that doesn't even come close now. to hitting your armor class. Um, Fourteen. Yeah, he swings wide over your head, um, <laughs> and then the general tactics. melee between the elves. Uh, they're starting to kind of route these these old guard and these hippogriffs are a bit much. Um, Nineteen and a six against an eleven. Oh, they sort of they sort of hold their own, but they're kind of a little bit worried at this point. On. Initiative 20, a strange sort of slightly shitty tinny horn sounds from the roof and um, a cry comes out going, let's charge the Rat Brigade! And two dozen kobolds fucking repel from the ceiling (laughs) and join the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, motherfucker! Um, Elves, guards, dwarves, dragonborn, no care given they're just like... Fighting. This is Mugwort. This is why you need to get everything delivered to your shop. I told um, you once. <laughs> they're definitely favouring attacking the guard, though, with Dragonborn in tow. They, at this point, won't target any player characters. Can I do, like, a free action to yell out? Because I look like a rat person. Yeah. Be like, I'm a rat person! Kill this fucking hippogriff! Oh, my God, yes! Um... Like three kobolds just like land and start like jumping on the hippogriff, grabbing their claws, fucking biting with their little yappy dragon teeth, and one of them's like just stabbing at it with a rusty pipe. Amazing. Uh, I'm gonna make three attack rolls for the kobolds. Only one of them hits, so they're not doing much to the hippogriff, but it's enough that it's substantially distracted from everything else. That brings us to the top of the order with Mrs. Mugwort, actually. Okay. Um, do I have a bonus action? I believe you can feed a morsel to a willing creature with a bonus action if they're next to you. you okay, can I want a morsel. I want to eat a morsel. Yeah. Uh, the targets gain one d8 temporary hit points for one minute, so I got to go with d8. Yeah. You can give yourself some juicy. Five. Juicy HP. Okay. Cool. Uh, that can be a bonus action. Uh, if you want to try another medicine check, you can do that with your action action thinking about whether I want to hit this hippogriff in the face no I'm going to hit this hippogriff in the face sorry Ewan <laughs> she's angry fucking stab me it, it is right. distracted I want to like turn around go ahead. I want to I want to hit it with the edge of my thawing pan in its throat and like right. cross its throat well, it's armor class is only 11 <laughs> so see what you got brutal fucking 6 uh, my attack bonus is plus 3 you miss <laughs> oh Oh dear. Um, oh no. Raven would have murdered this hippogriff. Uh, so, Margot, action bonus action used up. Elsie. So, Taxis is right near me, right? Uh, Taxis is like, on, yeah, on top of you. So, what if I stab him? 
You could give him a stab stab. Stabby stab with my daggery dag? Yeah. There's also like kobolds starting to like just, they've just dropped onto the conflict. So every one of the old guard has at least one kobold on them, which you can gain sneak attack from. Uh, as in they're the other side? Yeah. They're the third side of the coin. It's just, it's, it's absolutely chaos. It's a weird coin. Yeah. Who knows three who likes who. Okay. Um, if I'm like, hey, you, Mr. Kobold, yeah. get this, take, deal with this man, please. You got it, miss. Cool. Thank you. Is he dealt with? Um, not yet. Damn it. You can, like I was saying, you can still attack and you'll be better off for it having this kobold nearby. Um, or you can leave oh, him they... and try to, the, try Could to let you the attack this fight. fucking hippogriff? <laughs> uh, I only have so many goes. Um, okay. So first off, yeah. I'm going to stabby stab with my daggery dag. Yes. Make an attack roll. 21. 21 gets him absolutely. So you do your normal daggers damage as well as 1d6 of sneak attack damage as this kobold tries to distract him while you fight. Seven. Seven. On top of how much did you do him before? Four. Five. Seven and five. Twelve. Hell yeah. You give him a stab. He is currently still up, but that's a good good blow right in the right in the guts. He's not happy about it. Mm. Um, that was for Wendell. That was, that's your action to attack. You can still um, use a cunning action to disengage and then move away if you want to still get closer to Mrs. Mugwort and try to let him... Like, let the kobold finish him off. Yeah, let's do that. There you go. So now you are next to Mrs. Mugwort, also next to the hippogriff, and next to this unconscious wild elf. Go, please make another death save. So if I make a... Uh, if, I, if it's successful, do I get to stand up on one hit point? Is that how it works? Uh, only if you're all a nat 20. Oh. It's a shame you can't heal but I did roll yourself. 17. But another 17 means you're two points up and no points down, so unlikely to die. We'll see. Okay, the fight goes on. This hippogriff uh, is going to try and slice and dice a couple of kobolds. Um, hippogriff, like, just bites one of the kobolds and just, like, fully sinks its beak into the torso and the thing drops. The other claw attack is ducked. It's hard to claw something when it's grabbing onto your arm. And Tactics hits the kobold that you left him with, uh, but only rolling a one for damage is not going to fully flatten him. And... We now have one die for the old guard, two dice for the red guard, and kobolds. I have a purple one and a blue one. Cool. Nothing rolls over a 10. It's a bit of a stalemate, but the old guards start to get routed. They start to collapse in. They go, like, oh, fuck, they're everywhere. They're all around us. The kobolds have dropped in from the ceiling. They're behind. They're in front. They're fucking everywhere. These guys try to start breaking. Um, one guy with a gold lapel on his pauldron, sort of like commander-looking dwarf dude, <laughs> whistles for the hippogriff that's swooping and just like fucking grabs its claw and fucking flies away. It's like, get the, let's get out of here. Um, no, I, want, I really want to kill a hippogriff. <laughs> no, nah, that's the hippogriff that's flying above. There's two hippogriffs. The one that you're fighting is still down on the ground. And that's what's going on. Um, Tactics is actually laid low by the kobolds. They sort of get in under the armor. A couple of attacks on the hippogriff all fail. And we're back to Mugwort. Okay, well, I'm going to try and kill this hippogriff again. Sorry, Ewan. I really want to kill it. <laughs> I'm having a lovely day. She's it's, on a ruined, it's ruined my favorite headscarf. Yes. Fucking two. <laughs> Mugwort is not a frontline fighter. I'm, I'm really <laughs> not. This. Get better strength and. My strength isn't bad. Yeah. 13's not terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mugwort, you swing wide and whiff completely. You do have a bonus action, and both Elsie and Ewan's character are within five feet. You could morsel. I will actually note you will mo- you can morsel yourself 
or Elsie, you've got a couple of morsels now which boost strength or dexterity checks. Can I just lob a pie at Elsie and be like, here you go. Yeah, you can. Here comes the aeroplane with the frosted grapes and give her a boost to her dexterity checks. Oh, cool. Elsie, you get a sweet fruity pie jammed in your gulp. Amazing. And that will add 1d4 to your ability checks made with dexterity and damage rolls made with dexterity. Um, So if you pull off a sneak attack, you're going to be rolling a whole bunch of dice. Amazing. A sneak attack is just when the other person doesn't know I'm... Yeah. In this case, it's either if they're unaware or if they've got allies like engaged in the fight, which for this hippogriff specifically, it does. So it will help me if I fight the hippogriff. Yes. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. A stabby stab in the back. It's also nutritionally complete. <laughs> it so, is. Yeah, it's very low GI. Thank you it's not for too... thinking of my health too, Mrs. Mark. Mm. What? Okay. Stabby stab, hippie hippie, griffy griffy, go we go. Uh, make an attack roll. 16. Sick. Absolutely hits. And then I do a, a four. Yes, yeah, so you do a four as a normal dagger damage. You do 1d6 as your sneak attack damage. You do okay. 1d4 as your... Bonus from the morsel, and then you do your ability modifier. Holy shit. Three. Okay. That's a lot going Let's on. do this. Okay. You've still got inspiration as well. You're still inspired. A three, four. Four from the sneak attack is seven. One more d4 from the morsel's juicy spiky goodness. That's eight. And your ability modifier. What's that? I've totally forgotten. What Eleven, Eleven altogether. Hippie Hippie has taken... I think the kobolds have like nibbled on its legs a little bit. He's been a bit fucked up by a few little things. Pardon my, pardon my. Last turn, French. only one of the kobolds managed pardon to hit. Pardon my dwarvish. Um, you stuck him in the ribs last, last time, didn't you? Uh, um, you stuck tactics in the ribs. Uh, no, uh, um, you haven't actually fought the hippogriff yet. It's tacky, tacky. Um, it's barely uh, not enough to kill it, but you like get your dagger right up underneath this thing's like kind of front leg as it raises a claw and really sort of twist it in there, and it lets out just a horrendous um, screech. It's very unhappy, and that's a sick turn. Uh, Gub, third death save. <laughs> yeah, contributing <sighs> tremendously to this fight. <laughs> oh no! Five. five. It's one in the fails column, but um, you're still two up which is good. How many throws do you do? Um, you, you roll until you get three of one or the other. Okay. Holy right. shit. Um, so he's doing all right. I'm good. But you never know. You never as long know. as this doesn't become a TPK, I'm okay. We'll see. Um, it's good. So far, it's, it's okay. So um, now the melee. I'm going to say the hippogriff just disengages and flies away. It's got like two hit points left. It is not risking this it's, shit. Yeah. Um, get out of there, hippie hippie. So it, Flaps off and chest tries flows into the I air. I want to scream in co- incoherent rage because I wanted to kill it a lot. And I'm like, I <laughs> knew you'd run away, <laughs> you coward. Okay, get a bit of a hit modifier as it flies out. <laughs> um, the kobolds are sort of like wild eyed near you, but seeing Rat Mugwort, they're sort of like, right on! Oh, praise the violent monk! We serve in his absence. Well, I don't quite agree with that. Uh, the old guard have like fully fucked off. They're just routed. They're gone. They're trying to get the hell out. Um, kobolds are just nipping at their ankles. And um, I will say the Red Guard, the elves, are still trying to sort of like get control of the environment. The fucking mad mohawk having red blood drop pendant wearing elf is going to approach and say, be healed, my brother. There's no need to be afraid. And you and you get eight hit points. You feel this tremendously invigorating rush of blood. This is not something from on high. Something deep within your soul stirs your loins and you spring to life. Um, 
I'm gonna jump back up. Hey, what happened? He says yes. How many was that? Eight. Eight. But the kobold's like, "Oi, get off! We claim this place. Uh, the Undercity should be for the for the downtrodden." Is like, we also represent the downtrodden. You don't know the downtrodden. It's like, you don't know anything about being downtrodden. Um, and they're basically just getting into a shit fight about who is more oppressed. Though it's a bit of a stalemate. The kobolds are like not holding their own as well against the bigger, stronger elves, especially with this cleric running around. But things are starting to calm down as the old guard run away. Um, we come back to Mrs. Mugwort. Um, of the elves and the kobolds, who's is anyone with an arm's reach? A bunch. So there's there were three kobolds that were fighting the hippogriff. Yeah. And this new elven cleric who's just healed Gub is also up next to you, as well as Elsie and said Gub. Okay. I would like to grab the ear of the elf and just berate him. This is ridiculous. This is a public space. I am a local businesswoman woman trying to get supplies from my shop to support myself and my family. This is this is incredibly childish. You stop this right now. Uh, okay, please make a charisma uh, intimidate check. Uh, 18. What's your bonus? Good. For intimidation plus three. So it's a 21, right? Yeah. The whole fucking place goes quiet. All these kobolds just kind of like being chatted by this uh, rat woman. They're all sort of like, oh, what's she saying? What is her? What are her words? <laughs> and this elven cleric who's kind of like obviously showed up and set the fight off to begin with, who you've just pulled <laughs> the ear of, is kind of like, oh, oh, Mrs. Mug. Oh, God, Mugwort, I'm so. Oh, please. You know, I did not want to uh, disturb. I love your pies. Um, you know, we're just trying to we're just trying to do right with this city. You know, we've got the big announcement tonight. Uh, are you going to um, we'd love for you to be there. Uh, I'll even arrange an escort. There's, there's oh, I am. There is no there is no reality in which he has placated me. I'm just kind of keep saying if, if you genuinely cared about the people, you wouldn't be having these foolish fights in the middle of populated areas. Look at this poor man. He he just got here. He doesn't even go here. <laughs> he doesn't even go. He's uh, he was, he was, suitably like forlorn looking like I'm really pained. I'm I'm playing up that injury and singing oh, a little bit. Listen to the sage lady. Listen to her. <laughs> Let her words flow through. Oh, listen to the lady. Is, if, if you genuinely want to make good systematic change, you have to have a plan. Oh, just yeah. fighting each other uh, yep, is yep. not a plan. Yeah, the plan is to is to fight each other until we're the only ones fighting, and then uh, the city is safe. Isn't that that's how it works, right? That is not how that works at all. Oh uh, well, you need I a will, system in place. I will talk to the manager and get back to you. <laughs> Do you not hear yourselves? You are both downtrodden. You are both represent the poor, the discarded, the ugly. This cowboy goes, I thought I was pretty cute. You are pretty cute, my friend. Oh, thanks, buddy. You could be working together. You could overthrow the system no. together. No, we've been over this. <laughs> Listen to the same. We are not overthrowing anything. Yes, we overthrow have, the system! We have, we have... And what system will you replace it with? Mugwartocracy. <laughs> Listen to the Rat Queen! She speaks for the Violet Monk in his absence. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Listen to the rat queen. Yes, I do. <laughs> Listen uh, to the, the rat queen. Oh, look, um, to the rat queen. Yes. No, thick, thick boy knows the way, uh, I guess. Uh, you know what? Let's let's call it a day, he says, this cleric with the bloodshot pendant. He's like, I think we've all 
seen and heard enough. I am suitably amused and you we've routed rena- the rolled guard from this place and succeeded in our mission. We need not fight with these ratty downtrodden kobolds. Yes. Join them. Be one. Listen to the rat queen. Side eyes like, the kobold. And the kobold like kind of side eyes him. And like cover his mouth and be like, he's delirious. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Um, and like, I tie my like head scarf. What's left of my head scarf around his mouth? Like, shut up. <laughs> uh, all right, you and I want to make you to get, get you to make a charisma check with persuasion with disadvantage. I'll say it's enough that like the fight is dissolved. But if you can actually like hit a twenty with disadvantage, you will have like bridged some serious ground between. That's a three. <laughs> um, <laughs> no ground was bridged. No, no ground was bridged that was today. Nine. Oh. Sixteen. Nine. Um, the Red priest goes, oh, look, I don't know, but look, um, listen, you weren't, you're new to town and, uh, and I understand that you're, you're an idealistic type and I hope that we can really, we could use someone like you uh, in establishing a new order to this great city. But, you know, they, they sucked a whole bunch of people into an orb and tried to turn a whole bunch of people into rats. And, like, that was really shitty. And there's like, I was like, hey, fuck you. It's like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like, it's not going to go away. That's all I'm saying. I listen to the to this lady here, this rat queen, and I am hearing this words of wisdom, queen. words of logic. Let them be. Ha! Let them be. Let them be. Let them be. Let yes. them be. Let them be. Um, listen to your rat, rat queen. queen. <laughs> Let them be. It's pretty good. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Stop with the songs. All right. <laughs> don't, 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 logic don't, and reason. Pah. Sounds all very God of light and... They are the ones who got us into this mess. So we'll be heading off now and I uh, suppose we'll see you at the race. And they head out of the train station. Everything sort of comes back to normal. as like one just like poor fucking halfling um, steward just like sweeping up all of this like broken glass and fucking Molotov cocktails. <laughs> like the next train then just like <laughs> pulls, into the, like, Go, pulls into the platform <laughs> and everyone just like gets off as per what usual. What the fuck? Um, yeah, everyone's business here? as usual. Um, cool. Uh, what would you guys? You sort of left alone as the as the kobolds kind of make to get back underground, um, feeling that their point is made, and the red guard try to sort of make it seem like they've the, they're the bigger people walking away. Tell me of your ways to Mugwort. Make pie, eat pie. A miracle. I want to pick up the mushrooms and put them in yes. my basket, and then take Elsie in t- take Elsie's hand. I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> I'm just going to go home. I'm like, I'm fucking done. I have laundry to do. I have, you know, I have my, my taxes to sort out. I didn't have time for this stupid train station fight. I'm just going to go home. Thank you for helping me, for this saving me. Can't we take him home? He seems an orphan like me. He's new to this place. He does not know the ways of this land. Okay, but he has to promise to stop calling me the Rat Queen. Her name is Mrs. Mugwort to you, sir. Uh, my name is Gub. Gub. Oh, of I course am it new. is. It's we the first time I've been here. Does it happen like this every day? Unfortunately, recently, yes. It's been a day and a half. It's been a day and a half. This fight. And by that, was no. I out for a day? No, I mean, <laughs> yes. it's been a busy time of late. They are the expressions of the city. Now you are here, you must learn to them. That's another expression. <laughs> <laughs> learn to them. Oh gosh. I want to. Um, I, ha- I will ponder these words. I have a spare headscarf in my basket, the yeah. secondary headscarf, in, in case my first headscarf got damaged. I don't like it this much, yeah. but it'll do. And That's I like pretty. wrap my 
my hair up tightly and I'm like, Elsie, guide me. You are my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> now they're also covered, <laughs> dripping with blood as well. This muggle is terribly injured. Beautiful. You guys uh, trundle through the city. It's very late in the afternoon, verging on dusk and being on the north side train station you kind of have to walk through the lower city Mugwort's pie shop of course being in the lower ring you don't have to go up to the saddle or up to the peaks but you get to walk through the lower city and see these tremendous peaks above you wow this is the north peak there's also a south peak that one uh, I forget which one. Yes, south, that's the one. Um, you're walking sort of along the west side as well, which is where the um, chartreuse warlocks reign over the lake, and sort of fairy lights begin to go up around the city and people are sort of having their closing of the day, sort of trying to flog the last of their wares and packing up shops and you see bakers and butchers and esoteric makers. sellers. That's it. And as dusk f- folds on, there is a big uh, bell chime. Ding, dong. Ding dong. And you sort of notice these little um, strange kind of conical speaking stones placed throughout the city, lots of statues in town squares and stuff um, set up so that citywide announcements can be made. And you see a large airship floating across the middle of the city. This what is huge, that? Uh, Zeppelin looking thing um, hung with red banners. And oh, it's called a lead Zeppelin. Wow. <laughs> we Big have voice. them in the city. Um, a, a, a rich and melodious voice rings through the city. It says, Oh, my loyal subjects, good people of Juopolis, it is I, Lord Thickboy. He pauses for applause. A few, some people cheer, other people boo, other people are just like, yeah, yeah, get on with it. He says, as you know, tomorrow marks the great beginning of the great race. And he pauses again for applause. Some people go, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen this year. As you all Probably know, a race. it's a tremendous uh, thing that happens all throughout the city. Uh, I know this is a tremendously trying time here in Juopolis, but I want you to know that our spirit is strong and that we as a people all together will get through this. Naturally, much of our ruling class has left us oh, so sadly all of a sudden, but... With this race is a tremendous opportunity. You see, um, unfurling from the airship is actually a flag bearing this triangular, tricolored symbol bearing cyan, magenta, and yellow. Traditionally, the Lords of the Light Temples have pervaded the challenge and seen to its well-being. However, of course, in these trying times, we shall do our best to see that the tests of this race are held true. The only way to win is to prove whoever does so, whatever group or individual should manage to prove their wisdom and their strength and their compassion through the three trials and arrive at the final destination in the nick of time. She'll have the greatest reward we have ever offered in this fair city for the winner of the race shall receive not only... Get on with it! The answer of getting there, the customary reward of a thousand pieces of gold... But also the key to house hot fire. What's a house hot fire? What the fuck? It's the house of my friend, dearly departed, mitochondria. Oh. It's a long story. Let's uh, get over, a drink tonight and go pie. through it. <laughs> yeah, over a pie. The city just immediately erupts into a a furor of like hushed discussions and people like kind of go and talking loudly. It's like, Oh, I bet those sun fangs will be into it. It's like, Oh no fucking rat brigade. 
Um, it's an absolute rage. And as you arrive at this quaint little pie shops, smelling of cooked fish, hint of nutmeg, as the dark colours rain in the sky, that is where we will end our episode. Nikita mm. House Heartfire is now officially up, for, up grabs. for grabs. Whoever should win the race shall hold the ancestral home and title of mitochondria's now deceased father, Reginald. Thank you for listening. We will see what happens next. I, as always, am your Dungeon Master, Damien Ashcroft. Please thank my players, Ashley Bletchenden. Thank you much, Lee. Carolina Furman. Thanks. <laughs> Staying character to the end. And you and Laurie. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. Welcome to Ju. Welcome Hopefully. to Juopolis. <laughs> I know the name. We all know the name. Is it Cerulea Ju- Juopolis? I wanted to call the city Cerulea, but then I wanted a wider setting anyway. Um, for all those tuning in, you can further indulge in the imagery by checking out the Instagram Cerulea podcast. Keep up with our shenanigans. You can also check out the Patreon also on Cerulea podcast and I guess give us some money for our hard earned shenanigans. Um, We work really hard just talking shit. So help us out. And Damien edits us all. So. Next week. Oh, yeah, well, it's okay. effortless, but it's thousands of hours. It's of thousands work. of hours. I'll also be soundtracking this mofo. I uh, look forward to doing musics. And see you next week. Bye. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been knocked out in my first episode. Yeah, that's it. It's been most of the first fight on the ground. I started the fight and then I was out for most of it. I think it's pretty good for your character. I like that Damien had to force me. Oh, <laughs> my